So, how are you doing, Lisa? Amazing. You know what? Today is a beautiful day. I was just looking at the weather because I woke up this morning and it was crisp and cool. I almost didn't want to get out of bed, but I was thinking if it's this nice in bed, it must be twice as nice outside, which is rarely, you're rarely able to say that. So I went outside. It was so nice. The high today is 76 and the low is 55. Which is crazy for Florida. Crazy. Well, at least for uh, April or what is it? May. It is May. It is already May and it's still beautiful weather. I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed that I can't be outside right now, but it's all for the love of the pod. So Yes. That's yeah, true. It's, it's great though. Hopefully tomorrow will still be nice, but who knows? Florida is so <laughs> wishy washy. You never know. We're sacrificing for you guys. Come on. Yeah, it's a huge sacrifice. Um how are you? I'm I'm not good, Lisa. Oh darn! Things are yes, things are grim here. Grim, yes, okay. grim. Wow. There's Do still tell. there's still some COVID nineteen lockdown happening, and I can't have access to a precious resource. <gasps> coffee, I'm guessing. No, I have uh, buku coffee, as they say. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm flush with the bean. Um, unfortunately, I told you recently that I got a soda stream. Yes, you um, did. Which requires refills of CO2. Oh, you don't have I any don't, CO2? I don't know where to go to get CO2 in a lockdown. I assume I could order it from Amazon, but I want to recycle say, the bottle. Uh, what do you mean? You can't get recyclable ones online? Well, like, I know uh, at Bed Bath & Beyond, you can go in and swap out the bottle you have, and then they will give you, like... A refilled bottle. Oh, right. And then it's like it's not only is it way cheaper, but you know it's it's economical. It's sure. environmental, if you will. Yeah. All right. I so you. you know. Oh, guess I you're suppose, gonna, gonna have to. Yeah, I don't know if I want to uh, bite the bullet. I, I just ran out today, so we'll see if I'm scratching at the walls uh, before. Yeah. You I could probably inevitably get same day delivery from Amazon. <laughs> Can <laughs> I tell even... you though? I don't even think they do that anymore right now. Bruh. I don't think... Bruh. Bruh. Let me tell you something. Okay, tell me. They delivered me a router. I ordered it while I was making breakfast. It came before dinner. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Well, that's an essential thing. Maybe that's why. Yeah, they just threw it at me. And also an Amazon Basics cable came in the package as well. Wow. It was unfortunately the wrong cable. (laughs) Of course. You know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Well, at least they were fast. Yeah, I actually, I actually picked the wrong cable on purpose so that I would down my karma so that the universe had to do something good to make up for it. Uh, well, that is deep. Yeah. When you get a delivery, you get deep. You got you to gotta play your karma game. You know? Right. Well, maybe we should introduce ourselves and say who we are to these people wondering what we're talking about and why. Okay. Because um, I'm assuming we're recording, right? <laughs> Are you not recording? No, I am. But I'm assuming this is a part of the part of the recording. The live recording is what I'm getting at. Is this live? Hello? We are, we are live. <laughs> but part I mean of- is the the part of the recording that's going to go live. Okay, sure. Yes. Broadcast, you know. Boop, boop, boop. All of those things. Yes. So introduce yourself. Oh hi. Um hello. <laughs> This is the No Kidding Podcast, and I am Jack Nicholson. I played the Joker in uh, <laughs> Batman. Lies. <laughs> That's a wish. That's a dream. I don't why know you... if anybody wishes to be Jack Nicholson. I was going to say, why are you dreaming about being uh, the Joker? <laughs> I mean, of all characters. Well, He's it was pretty... a joke. Ah. Uh, yeah. You, you brought it it's around very... full circle. You really got me there. It's very meta. I am the Joker, <laughs> if you think about it. True, true. I have nothing um, to follow that up with as being interesting. Or, I'm just Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just Lisa. Um, yeah. So I, I don't want to be uh, Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker, I don't think. That was a little too real, you know? That was creepy. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? I mean, I yeah, I think I'm thinking of the same one. The, the most recent Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, no, I haven't seen the most recent one. Well, I don't know. When was when did it come out? <laughs> uh, like 2018. 
2019 actually i think it was just called joker okay no i haven't why was it really scary um it was just like it was a really kind of like gritty take on the joker character and it just focused on his origin story i guess and it was it uh it was just interesting because they like you know there was no like real like superhuman like crazy stuff going on it was just a guy basically going insane <laughs> which oh. uh, it was kind of a there were some real parts in there where you feel like they touched on some significant mentalness and like just like unhealthy societal trends i guess and kind of stuff like that hot topics societal trends okay yeah just um, like pe- people getting mob mentality and also like uh the more personal uh adventure of the joker and his escapades and touching and mental illness and how people are uh, affected by such things and oh so yeah. but was it actually related to the whole batman comic or was it a just a take on a regular guy that could potentially be the batman and and imagining this or not batman joker and imagining this comic world um, Does that make sense? He he legitimately lives in the Batman universe. Okay. But it is a very like realistic like there was nothing in the movie that was like it felt comic-y or like Right, you know, okay. It was very like dark and huh. it was and like realistic, I guess. Okay. Version so of the Joker. What I was thinking of before was actually not even the Joker at all. I was thinking of the Scarecrow in one of the Batman movies. Oh yeah, uh, but I. Oh, what's his know, name? The the guy that know. plays him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Scully. Uh, uh. Anyways, go on. Um. Oh, C- Cillian Murphy. Celine Murphy. Celine C- Cill- Murphy. Cillian C- Murphy. Yeah. Cillian. Celine. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, that one was like creepy. That's what I was thinking of. But um, I was just gonna say something too. Uh oh, I was gonna say like I think. The last time I thought the Joker was really good was um, when Heath Ledger did the Joker. I thought he yeah. did a really good job. That uh, is what a lot of people think of. And I think that was, like, I've always uh, been, like, kind of in the back of my head, like, oh, man, it's going to be rough for the next person who follows that up. True. And I feel I like even... they just they just kind of threw it away with, uh, with uh, what's-his-face's Joker? The uh, Jesus-looking guy? What's his name? Jesus-looking guy? Yeah, uh, but he had the, they did like the really bad ones with all the tattoos. This whole episode's going to be us trying to think of actors' names. Exactly. I don't, I don't even know. What, are you talking about another per, another actor that played the Joker? Yes, in between Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger. Oh. There was um, a, it was the Suicide Squad. Um, Jared Leto. Oh, really? I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, most people either are like, oh my God, that was the worst Joker ever, or are like, who? <laughs> yeah i mean i know who jared leto is but i do not remember him playing the joker yeah he so. wasn't in it very much even he was just like yeah it was weird yeah well maybe that's why they had to take go a different direction with the new joker to kind of separate themselves from the other styles it seems like everybody has their own take on what it's just weird because there's because batman has been redone so many times but every time it's different it's like comes from a different perspective or a different style yeah i, I think know, mostly directing. It's, it's like stylistic difference but yeah. i feel like they always do like the origin story i feel like the problem with a lot of the comic book movies is they like really love to redo the origin story like the first movie yeah. it's like we have to do the origin story and it's always got to be like comic book accurate so like i don't know how many times i've seen like like mrs wayne and her pearls in the alleyway Oh like right, yeah. That scene is like so overplayed, like True. of their death and like Bruce Wayne being like no, and then Batman. Very true. I think you mentioned that last time too, like because I remember we talked about Gotham and how Gotham did that, but they did it where they actually continued on from that point forward. It wasn't like a flashback; it was like actually happening because Gotham is about um, the boy growing up after that. Right. Yeah, so. Well, that's the that's the truest origin story because it 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 does everything that's in, in like the skipped portion, right? It's always like right. Martha's pearls. Was her first name Martha? 
I don't remember. Uh, Mrs. Don't Wayne's Pearls. That, that's pretty good if it is your memory. Um. Well, the problem is it's Martha Kent, right? I do they have the same <laughs> mother's name? I think they do. Oh, mother's name. Interesting. Yeah, it was Martha Wayne. Yeah. Nice. What about? So, so Martha Wayne getting like shot in the alley, and then, uh, well, both his parents, I guess. And right. yes, Superman's then, awesome, Martha. Yeah, isn't that weird? Go for it. Well, they should have bonded over that instead of fighting. And you're right. Like, they should have. Hey. But um, they uh, always skip that portion where they're like, no, mother dying in the alley. And then immediately jumps to like, he's, you know, an adult and like, I should fight crime. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the process there? How did you get, get from point A to point B? Well, yeah. you can watch Gotham and find out. I appreciate that Marvel has kind of steered clear of that and like tried their best to like not super overdo like the origin story situation. They'll jump into like uh with spider-man they have um like that that has been redone so many times yeah spider-man the origin stories in particular and i'm glad that when marvel uh took over it they were just like he's spider-man yeah everybody knows how he's spider-man he's just spider-man it's fine (laughs) yeah that's true you have to move on from that because everybody knows the basic story of how most people do anyway yeah, so, they just kind of start off with him, like, already having Spidey powers and stuff, so. Yeah. But that's true of a lot of movies in general that they have to have some really, like, painful story that the character experiences and then has to overcome. Right. Like, every Disney movie <laughs> you watch is so traumatic. I don't think about it until I watch it with a child. And then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is, like, real like this and this is going to scar the child but you know we watched it when we were kids i just never really but so maybe it doesn't scar them maybe they're just like whatever but it's just it's so impactful as an adult i mean you think about it you're like oh my gosh their mother died or their dad died or they it's always death it seems like it's like somebody really important to them or close to them dies it's like what (laughs) well i think that's uh i don't know I don't know if that's a comment on people who become writers of children's fiction or if that's something that <laughs> children are like interested in or something. Like I think I don't know. a lot of kids don't really have the same like it's hard for us to remember what it was like as a kid, like what our handle on death was. Right. You know, it's like because it evolved so con- constantly, like over your lifetime. At first, you're just kind of like, what is death? It's that thing is sleeping now. That's but then, true. like now, you know, obviously we have an adult's perspective. But there is a there is a long transition in between where you're just kind of like, <laughs> you know, figuring it out. There's yeah. also a lot of kids that have experienced it in some form, and I'm assuming they're probably like kind of curious, like why doesn't Grandma come over anymore? And it's like, remember we talked about this to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's true. And maybe you're right. Maybe it, it's more traumatizing to look at at as from an adult's perspective versus a child's perspective and they're just seeing some kind of uh, bad thing that happened but they don't process it the same way so it's not as traumatizing because when I and same with uh, nursery rhymes and things like that you always listen to nursery rhymes but when you're older you actually listen to the words and they're actually <laughs> bring around the rosy <laughs> like like horrifying and but as a kid you just say the words and you go along with whatever the tune but um yeah well, the yeah, only thing a... that i cannot handle is when there's a an animal death in a show or a movie i'm like forget that it weird though i feel like that's so strange that people uh react more like viscerally to the death of an animal versus like the death of a human yeah i think it's cuz they're so vulnerable compared to a human you know like are they, they have, like I- a bear could is not that vulnerable compared to me (laughs) (laughs) well it depends on how it's killed i guess like because with a human you can use tools to kill it they don't have tools all they have is their claws Um, i don't know there's there's some humans killed in pretty vulnerable situations that are almost like comedic like if somebody gets killed on the toilet or something it's kind of like (laughs) lol (laughs) yeah but it's like that would be really (laughs) vulnerable situation to be in you'd be like ah I don't know. Let me finish. <laughs> I guess because we're like the masters of the animals. So 
we feel like we feel a, like a responsibility yeah like a pr- pr- not parental but just like a it's the like word. you feel for a child i guess yeah like Protective. maybe we just care about them i don't know but it's true if there's an animal death it's like why why did you put that in there even um i was recently watching um a show and a horse died and it got killed in battle so they were doing a battle scene and the horse got killed and even then i'm like horrified i'm like this poor horse he didn't he didn't go into battle wanting to go into battle and die not that any of the people but there's like everybody's getting slaughtered but then when the horse gets slaughtered i'm like no can't do it can't do it anymore you're like oh my god (laughs) how could they yeah i don't know i guess because they're not intelligent that that intelligent so i feel like they're just going along with their human and yeah, but I mean, I feel like there's plenty of dumb people that die in war. That's just, <laughs> that were just there because someone told them to be. That is true. I don't know, but yeah. Anyways, how have you been doing? Uh, otherwise, pretty good. Pretty good. I, I'm wondering what show you're watching that you're there's horses in battle. Horses? Oh, I was watching The Last Kingdom. Uh-huh. Is that on yeah, Netflix? It is. There's four seasons. And okay. it's one of those ones where I started watching it years ago, forgot it existed because they take <laughs> so long to put up a new episode or new season. And then I kept getting recommended to watch it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to invest in this long, you know, like I don't, it's got four seasons. I, I, I'm not ready to invest in that much watching. So, cause you know, once you start watching something, you're going to binge it. So it's like, right. I know that's a lot to binge. So I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But it turns out I had already, already seen half of it. I was already caught up. I just f- forgot. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, finally, like, okay, let me give this a shot. So I actually went in and started looking at the episodes just to see what they were kind of, what the show was kind of about. And then it had mm-hmm. the red mark, you know, like it gives you a red mark when you've watched like, something. And I'm like, Who's oh my been gosh. been watching I- my shows? <laughs> like i watched this already what the heck and then the more and then i started watching i was like yeah i remember this so but yeah but now because it didn't used to be on netflix um yeah it used to be owned by someone else so the first two i think two seasons got put on netflix but um they when they were shot they were shot on a broadcast you know like network or whatever that wasn't very well that was just more censored so right. the next two seasons that once it got bought by Netflix. They're like, well, bets <laughs> off. Yeah. Gloves are coming <laughs> off. Here we so go. So I think our mother is actually, I recommended it before I realized. And then now, so she started the journey of watching it. And I'm, right. she's like, oh, yeah, this is good. She's in for a ride because it gets pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty intense. So oh, good. yeah. Um, May, I mean, you can't beat Game of Thrones, right? So. No, yeah. If she can handle Game of Thrones, she can handle this. This is not... Did she watch Game of Thrones? I I don't know. It seems like probably she wouldn't be into that. (laughs) I would just be like, listen, there's worse. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just keep watching the horses fall. Just keep going. There's really only like one or two scenes. Actually, that reminds me... um, I that because I came up, we were my my boyfriend and I were talking about his name's Mike. So Mike and I were talking about um, animals that get harmed in movies, and he told me about and I didn't know this, but the movie Ben Hur. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, Um, it's one where like the the horses are on the what's what's it called? Um, you know, like that little bucket that they get carried around in. What's that called? Bucket. <laughs> yeah. I keep wanting to say a chalice, but it's definitely not that. Wait, are you saying that they carry other people around? Like a chariot? Yes, a chariot. Thank you. Not a chalice, a chariot. I knew it was close. So they care. they, you know, and I think they race some of, like, it's like a sport. Okay. Sure. Anyways, like a ton of horses got hurt in that movie. Oh, really? And like I at think- once or like one after the other? Like like just all throughout like making the movie oh boy um so i think that was before they had a strict no animals hurt in the movies kind of thing well that they didn't get the humane society humane society stamp 
Right. No, of course not. So they just didn't even care. They were just like, let's push these horses to the limit and, um, yeah, and just see, like, what they can do. And I guess a lot of horses were, were harmed. Couldn't do that much. What? I guess a lot of horses couldn't do that much. Well, they just, I guess because they were racing them really hard and... Like yeah, around, I don't know. I don't. I don't actually know how they got hurt. But. They're like we want them to look like uh, trained race horses, and they're like, um, these are just like actor horses, right? Yeah. So. so I don't know how they. I don't know, but anyways, and then so that was one, and then we were talking about a different show, like the Swiss Family Robinson. You remember that show? I mean, uh-huh. it was obviously like way before our time, but um. They had animals that would fight, but like, literally, like actually fight. They wouldn't, they wouldn't just make it about the movie or what do you call it? Um, they couldn't. Obviously, they didn't have CGI back then, but they couldn't replicate it or all like make it. Um, my words are re- like removed from my brain today. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. What am I trying to think CGI, of? CGI. Uh, no, but like, what's fighting? what the word that that. Artificial, like artificially um, create the scene. They had to actually use animals fighting. So some animals uh, got hurt because like one scene, they had two Great Danes attack a tiger. What the heck? Yeah. You... What? <laughs> I... Well, because in the scene, the tiger was supposed to like start coming at the little boy that's in the show and his two Great Danes defend him and attack the tiger and so right. the scene they trained the, the the great danes to attack and so when the tiger came they like attack and so they went and they attacked this tiger <laughs> and so i don't i don't know if they got hurt during that but i do, <laughs> I do know but we that, can assume we can assume but i do know that the tiger was actually was actually really <laughs> really did not know what was coming he was scared it was yeah, like i imagine so but i'm <laughs> thinking about this from both perspectives like geez he's like okay happened? you really want me to attack this thing uh okay and that's what we were kind of laughing about it because it was kind of like they, they're both actors like the tiger's an actor and the great danes are actors like they're right supposedly trained to, a, to an extent to an extent right and so they're like, okay, on set today, you guys, you're just going to walk up to this boy and and then, you know, some dogs are going to attack you, but you just kind of look scared. <laughs> and then he's <laughs> he's getting attacked and all of a sudden these two huge dogs that probably are a size he's never even contemplated as being the size of a dog come running well, at him. coming from a tiger. Well, yeah, exactly. So they, uh, the tiger basically looks like he's going to crap himself. He's very taken off guard and he's he tries to run away he doesn't really fight too much but they do end up reaching him and jumping on him and then he has to of course fight back but uh mostly he's just shocked oh my gosh that's crazy so that's sad oh did you watch tiger king come on let's last last time we did COVID 19 now we'll talk about tiger king yeah we did didn't we talk about tiger king last time oh you're right i think we did never mind but yes, Skip I it. did see it. <laughs> Skip it. Um, well, that that's definitely uh, it, see. It's like those tigers, though. They're like they're like caged tigers. They don't know anything about the wild or like trying to fight like another animal. Like they just get fed hawks and meat. That's true. So you don't know how they're going to react if they were going to be put, you know, in a weird situation with yeah, a real wild that's a animal. Scene. Yeah. Very I watched. I recently rewatched that uh, documentary where the guy uh, is trying to get up close to a polar bear, and then he ends up having to like run into his little enclosure that's like all glass, and the polar bear like tries to open the oh really in, basically <gasps> to get to oh, him. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's crazy. It's pretty legit. Yeah, it's great. So, it's a great segment. Yeah, I like uh, how professional the uh, documentarian's being though. He's like. He's like, I am literally seconds from death. <laughs> like zooming in on the jaws of the uh, like polar bear trying to like get a bite on the cage. Oh my gosh, yeah. 
it's and crazy he's like, if he puts all of his weight on this, I don't think it'll hold. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's, that's how he like breaks into sealed ins. Is like he'll like jump on top and then break through. Oh, really? What's a sealed in look like? That's what I was wondering. I should have watched the whole documentary. But <laughs> it was. It basically how could seemed you like not? He he snow. pulled you in with his his drama, and how could you not finish watching it? I like how he ends that that segment as the polar bear. Uh, spoiler alert! He uh, eventually gives up and goes away. Oh. Um, as he's going away, he's like, he's like, you know, I think I'm overcome more by my fear than my fascination. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I was like, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yet he's like still so calm and like that was an experience. Amazing. Yeah. It takes a certain type of person. Have you ever seen? There's a um, a YouTuber, not YouTuber. It's like a YouTube channel, basically, and it's called. Um, called brave wilderness brave wilderness and it has a guy on there i don't know his name because i don't like watch it regularly but um he the reason i found the channel was because you know this whole thing that's going around about killer hornets that like mass curing bees so yeah i know there is a thing going around but what the heck is it about i haven't looked it up like okay. what is this so, I think it's like some kind of invasive bee species or something. Yes, it's they're called the Asian giant hornets, but they're hornets, okay. Yeah, they're hornets, but they they I think they originate in Japan. I want to say, but um, I'm not entirely sure about that. They're just from they they come from Asia. That's why obviously they're called um, Asian giant hornet. But they their whole entire purpose, I guess, is to find bees like honeybees, their their hives, and go in and they decapitate all of the living bees and then they eat all of the larvae. So they're basically bee serial killers or mass murderers or whatever. So they oh just go God. in and they destroy bees. And obviously that's not good for our pollination system and everything. And um, they're huge. I mean, they're like... Um, I think they were compared to the size of a matchbox as far as like the length wow. of them. And um, they obviously have sharp, uh, what are they called? The front teeth. What are those things called? Whether they go in. Mandibles? Yeah, there you go. Mandibles. Chirk, chirk, chirk. So they, that's what they use to decapitate the honeybees. But they also have an incredibly severe sting. And um, so anyway, they can kill like... They can kill people if if you get stung by enough of them. I don't know, how, like, how many you have to get stung by to die, but, like, children can get really sick. Animals can die from their sting. Oh, yeah. Like, it's pretty bad. But um, and I don't really know where they – I think they found them in Washington. So it's pretty far from – it's, like, the complete opposite <laughs> from Florida. But um, – Well, I mean, if they get on our continent, then it's only a matter yeah, of time. that's true. Um. So anyway, but they're really obviously dangerous for honeybees and honeybees are really important for our ecosystem. So it's kind of a bad, but so the reason that's why I was looking into, I was just like kind of looking at that. And I found this guy who is on this channel, Brave Wilderness, and he has a series on this channel. Now he does lots of other animal encounters, which can be pretty dangerous and stuff, but, um, this series, he basically seeks out all the different types of um, insects that sting, and then he stings himself with their, their stinger. Like he puts them on him, it gets stung, and then he goes into immense pain, and then he rates all of these stinging insects on a scale to see like which thing hurts them the most basically if you thought the contestants or <laughs> guests on hot ones were crazy it's and he's been on hot ones believe it or not the the guy well, from this i know it was kind of funny I, I mean i didn't realize that till later but we did see um an episode with him on it um but yeah basically he claims it's in the name of science but I personally think it's a little. You're dramatic. like I think he just likes getting stung by bees. <laughs> I do. It's, it's a little, he he's like super dramatic about it, and I feel like it's unnecessary. Like you could still you could I don't know. I guess there's no real way to test it unless you actually feel the pain. But then I also think, well, somebody who and who's I was gonna say um, 
crazy enough, maybe dumb enough, maybe whatever it is, to actually sting themselves. Maybe their pain tolerance is higher than the average person. I don't know. But the more I watched the series, I realized it is incredibly painful, like what he is enduring. So obviously he does all the basic ones. He did, he came to Florida and did the um, red ants, the fire ants. Ah, And you know, because you grew up here that those things suck. Like if you get bit by a bunch of those, that's horrible. And here's the thing though. One of them isn't too bad. I don't know. I They're pretty bad because not only are they so painful, like I don't know if you, it happens to you, but for me, it swells up so big and then it itches so bad. Like it's the worst itch ever. Um, but It's bad it, just because it's also like, you know, an open wound. <laughs> yeah, that you it's, need just, to itch. it's just annoying. So Scratch. with him, he put both of his hands into an ant pile, a red ant oh pile. Yeah. And he had to hold it there for 60 seconds. Now, he couldn't make 60 seconds because, uh, hello, that's a really long time. And he got bit all over. First of all, I'm like, why both hands? You just need one sting. <laughs> like, just put yeah. one. Like, now you or don't have even, any. <laughs> not even a hand. Like, why not put some other body part in that you don't need to manipulate the world with? Exactly. Like, I don't know. So... He gets covered in them. His hands are covered in bites. They even get, I think, like up on his arm and someone on his neck because they crawled up because they had time sure. to crawl. Um, but anyway, so he said that even though it wasn't um, the very worst sting, it was up there. And it was um, the worst part about it, he said, is that the um, ruminant, the ruminating, ruminate, what's the word I'm looking for? Here we go again. Um Renumerating. Like the long lasting effects of the bite lasted 30 days. So it yeah. actually lasted a month because his hands, both of them were swollen for, he said it was like just over a week, like almost two weeks. He had just swollen hands. All of the bites puffed up into these white, you know, pus filled bites, which um, familiar with that were incredibly uh, itchy. Right. And then he still had pain, like, for basically 30 days. And then once they were gone, he still had scars left over from it. So nice he said that, that just, like, was the longest lasting bite, I guess. But the the giant hornet, getting back to that, the, I think that one came in third place. So as the third most painful sting he's ever had. And then the second place was the bullet ant. You've heard of that. That's like yeah. a crazy one. So then the... the I assume fir- it gets its name from... It feels like you're getting shot with a bullet. Yeah. That's where the names come from. Or I maybe guess. it's the shape but of the ant. I don't know. I don't know because the actual name comes from a tribe. Um, where was oh. the tribe? But the, the word that the tribe gave it, it translates to bullet. So that's why they call it the bullet ant. Um, sure. But I'm not sure how why they, it originated. But um, there was another... So the very most pain... The very most... The most painful sting was actually a different kind of hornet. I can't remember the name of it. But... Uh, so two of the top three are hornets. Yeah. So it was the giant... The giant Asian hornet or whatever. And then the bullet ant. And then this one, which was... It was like completely yellow or the yellow jacket no it was huge it was huge like it was uh, they didn't measure it but um let me see if i can find it this is my fight music i have to find the sting series bites and stings okay it's called the executioner wasp of course of course. Right. So it's called the Executioner Wasp. Of course it's called the Executioner Wasp. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, it's, I, I mean, I was kind of taken aback when I first started watching it. I was like, I am not watching this series. Please do not make me watch the series because my boyfriend really wanted to watch it. And he's like, what? It's it's educational. And with, you know, to the point, he the guy who does it, he is a, I guess you call a zoologist. He, he does, he is a scientific uh 
researcher for animals. So he does lend a scientific background to the whole series. So it's well, not- yeah, they're like, bruh. You yeah. are willing to get stuck, stung by these? Sit down. <laughs> I know. But we got I will a whole say, menagerie to bring out. I will say that he's not like he's not the best. <laughs> he doesn't take the best precautions or steps. Okay. I feel like he's right. not very organized. But I, but I guess that could be said that could be true for um, a lot of people who do animal encounters because it's probably very unpredictable and hard to you know or maybe he just gives you that impression for drama i will say the sh- the youtube channel um it's again it's called brave wilderness it I'm is watching the executioner wasp video right now oh yeah it is geared towards children i, I mean that's it's like a kid <laughs> oh, what kid would not love to see some guy get stung <laughs> by every single bug exactly it is like it's kind of like a wilderness for kids like it's kind of like a boy scouts type and he has a book that's kind of like a young um, wilderness book for for probably like teenage boys, basically. Um, young teenage boys. So, yeah. But, I mean, I think he does a good job. But he has lots of other videos on there that are where he encounters, you know, cute animals, you know, ocean animals. He does a lot of other things. But we just found him through this sting experiment but he, <laughs> he he did at the very end well nearing the end he was like i'm not doing this anymore i'm not doing this again like he hated it and he <laughs> when he finished he's like okay guys i'm done this is the last one i'm doing and it's this this one's the most painful and no i'm never doing anything like this again so he so learned his, he learned his lesson but he it had was to the executioner was that taught him the lesson I guess so, yeah. So that's that's really that list is as far as he was willing to go. Exactly. There could be worse ones. He's like, there. if there are worse ones out there, I'll never know. <laughs> and it's better. <laughs> he's, I think he said something like, "It's better for us to not know." Like, if there's wor- something worse than that, <laughs> um, we'd be like scared of it. Yeah, I but assume it was crazy. I've heard like the uh, funnel spider is like really. Bad. Oh, spider bites! No thanks. And it's giant, like the funnels. It's one of those uh, Australian spiders. Oh, really? But see, he will get stung by other things. Like this, that was the sting series. But he 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 has gotten bit by like a snapping turtle. He'll get bit by an alligator. He's been stung by a tiger, um, or not a tiger, a lionfish, things like that. So he really does push himself beyond the limit for science. Or for, for, <laughs> for views. For science? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> or for views. Who knows? Or maybe both. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, go. oh, but on the topic of these massacring bees, um, have you seen, well, maybe you haven't seen because you said you haven't really researched the, um, the Asian giant hornet. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I'm not even looking at that right now. Oh, you just sent me a picture of a spider. Is that the spider you were talking about? That's the funnel web spider. <gasps> it looks like funnel web. It looks like an armored tarantula. It looks yeah, like a tarantula so. ready for war. That's what it looks <laughs> like to me. He's ready to mess you up. <laughs> uh, spiders, I can't do spiders. Also, okay, Same. let's put a pin in this because I have something else to talk about that's terrifying. Okay, okay. so, but back to the hornet. Right. So, have you seen, and you probably haven't, but there's a video out there. Don't of, tell me what I haven't seen. Okay. <laughs> there's a video out there of a praying mantis that's that gets a hold of the giant hornet, the the one that's, you know, come okay. yeah, that's made it to the US. Okay. It is crazy. The praying mantis devours this giant hornet like a psychopath. I mean, he goes in, he completely, like, he manhandles this thing, and he eats it alive. Like, he starts, he starts in right at the brain. He goes straight for the brain and just starts, like, digging away. What? I don't, I mean, he's alive long enough, like, while his brain's getting eaten. Yeah. Like, he feels it. (laughs) He's freaking out. He dies. True. I don't know. He looked like he was in a lot of, of, I don't know. You can feel your head. He didn't, he, this, this Primantis had no sympathy. He was going right in and he decapitates the thing, which ironically is what the giant hornet does. So maybe it's like, 
I don't know. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's karma. It's karma. <laughs> I don't know. See, but, he should have sent himself the wrong uh, cable through Amazon, and his karma would have been in a deficit. <laughs> yeah, he would have. He would have survived that encounter, or at least been eaten a different way. Oh my god, I don't even know. But this prey man is ate every single piece of this hornet, even the what is it called? Like the the sack that he keeps his venom in, and his uh-huh. stinger. That's the last thing he eats is his stinger, and. I mean, it's like, gone. Ooh, yep. that one, that one doesn't agree with me too much. Gone, and I'm convinced that this bug is like the Terminator of all insects. He doesn't. I mean, if he can eat a killer hornet that massacres bees, like this crazy hornet. I could... have seen. I have seen a praying mantis eat. It's kind of like uh, the Cookie Monster, but devouring an insect. <laughs> oh God. You're right. That's that's what it is. This is what we need. We just, okay, this solves all our problems. We'll just get a bunch of praying mantises. Manti? And we'll just release them all over Washington. I was thinking that too. I was like, oh, well, maybe the point of this video is to say, like, don't don't fear people because we have a backup plan for... We have an even (laughs) more psychotic killer. (laughs) Yeah. So then I'm thinking, okay, but no... You don't but know what kind does, of damage a praying mantis can do. I don't know. But he does pray, so we know True. he True. He, he is godly. In, yeah, he's a godly, God-fearing spider. <laughs> he does his duty. And he's so clean. Cleans up everything after he's done. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Cleans up after himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, murder hornet versus a praying mantis. Oh, yeah. You got to see the video. I, I would send you a link if I Oh, man. Yeah. He gets right like behind his neck. And yeah. He just pops out an eye and starts going. And did you see him like like bang his head down like the, he's trying to get his head out and he's like nope boom uh, i mean this is i've already feel bad for the murder hornet exactly. he's like desperately trying to stab him with a stinger but it's it's just it's all it, wrong it's too late dude i know it's i felt late. really bad for him i was this is another thing like you know how we feel bad for animals and this thing is like like if if it got near you you would kill it you'd be like get away from me hornet but to see that to see him getting attacked by this mantis i'm like no let him go i don't know it does bring out but let me tell you that mantis knew exactly what to do he's got him in like the perfect headlock yes he does he's got him in the death grip yeah he's like oh i see that stinger you ain't getting me with that (laughs) what isn't that crazy anyway so while we're talking about insects of what i was going to say in my area there every year there's this um like all of these baby i don't know locusts or grasshoppers grasshoppers the black and yellow ones right yeah i mean i'm not 100 percent sure of the difference because i read somewhere that grasshoppers and locusts are the same thing it's just that one is social and one's (laughs) antisocial like one is in a pack and one is not but they're like the same exact hey score one for the antisocial group but true plus they don't swarm so but then that's another thing then i also read that one can fly and one doesn't fly which seems like a pretty significant difference to me <laughs> like you can't one in one sentence say they're exactly the same they're just it's just in their behavior that they're different one's social and one's not and then go on to say um there is a different there's a possibility that the difference is that one can fly and one doesn't because if there was another human out there that could fly, I would say they're completely different than me. And I would definitely want to fly. But in this case, I would not want this grasshopper to fly. And if it does fly, that would be like a living nightmare for me, honestly. But I don't think they fly. Um, but they are so Want some terrifying. data from the Australian government? Uh, do I? I don't know. Locusts are large herbivorous insects that can be serious pests to agriculture due to their ability to form dense and highly mobile swarms. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between locusts and grasshoppers? Locusts and grasshoppers are the same in appearance, but locusts can exist on two different behavioral states, solitary and gregarious, whereas most gra- grasshoppers do not. When the population density is low, locusts behave as individuals much like grasshoppers. See? However, the locust population density However, when the locust population density is high, individuals undergo uh, physiological and behavioral changes known as phase polymorphism, and they form a gregariously behaving bands of nymphs or swarms of adults. That basically says one's antisocial and one's not, right? I mean... Um, Well, it seems like they're exactly the same until 
uh, except for if the population gets really high of grasshoppers, they're still chill. Whereas they're still like the, cool, yeah. If the locust population gets high, they're like, let's go freaking rage <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> they they form riots. Yeah, that is what they do. They're na- they're nasty, crazy rioters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm pretty sure I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that the one that lives around me does not fly. I think he just like hops around or walks around so they get big and dumb they uh... are huge okay they are shockingly big and their eyes now if you look at the hornet's eyes it looks evil because (laughs) there's like this brow line that kind of goes inwards like the angry face and then the huge (laughs) eyes that are just kind of narrow like little ovals that that go off to the side it just looks like an angry face. And that's what these grasshoppers look like. Now, I've seen pictures online of people holding these things. And I and so that makes me think, okay, maybe they're not as evil as I think they are. <laughs> from their appearance. But. Hey, we learned from the uh, praying mantises that uh, bugs wear their demeanor on the outside. Oh, very true. Very true. But here's the thing. I would never in my life put a grasshopper in my hand. Like that a, a kind grasshopper, of, well, that whatever this thing is that lives lives in my area, and here's so the it's thing. really the size. It's probably the the size had a lot to do with it, but it's also the behavior, okay? Because you know, I I babysit dogs. I'm like a dog sitter sometimes, and so I'll take the dogs on a walk, and it's only during the certain time. It's like summer, basically. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You can't go out of your house without them, like multiple being right in your front yard or, or walking around on the street or I've had similar experiences they're everywhere so i'm walking along and i've got the dog and we're on our walk and these suckers will jump at you they'll jump like towards <laughs> they're so, you they're so fat too like once they get to a certain weight yeah it's like they can't even jump right so they like jump and then they like <laughs> land on their backs and you'll hear them behind you like <laughs> like hitting the pavement you'll like look behind you and there's like one squirming <laughs> well, like, they over. Eat anything they, they're not picky about what they eat either so they just gorge well, themselves do they gorge themselves to death how do they die <laughs> i don't know but anyways i digress these things are to me that's aggressive that's like you're coming at me you're like you're picking a fight if you're coming at me when, I'm, when I'm just Fight walking em. around okay here's the thing so one day i was walking along I was walking down the sidewalk and there was, I was one of those, um, it was basically like an alleyway, okay? There was trees on both sides of me and then there's the sidewalk. So it's not like I can just, you know, run away. So I'm walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> this little nature alleyway. And what what do what I come it? what do I come across? What What's in front nature. of me? Dude, these grasshoppers, there was three of them. And they were they, oh, they ganged bu- up. They were blocking oh, the they sidewalk. They were jumping you. They were. I felt you like were I was got. I felt like I was being attacked. I felt like I was being robbed. Like these <laughs> things were coming at me. They blocked the sidewalk. They, I couldn't go forwards. You're and, like, hey, you went already. And the, the more I moved, they ju- they started jumping at me. Oh my gosh, I'd never been more ter- terrified. <laughs> like, come here. Oh my god. I don't know. So ever they since that purse? day, I've just been like, no, they didn't take anything. I got away. <laughs> good but every time i walk past that spot i always think about that and i'm always looking around like where are you yeah maybe they're waiting for their next victim <clears throat> that's the thing like why why are they jumping at me why, why have they... you ever seen west side story <laughs> yeah you gotta tape up your hands next time you go out <laughs> so you're ready for a fight boom boom well i've got <laughs> i've got shoes on i guess i could kick them but here's the thing like if this thing landed on me I, like, and this could be an irrational fear because I'm, I doubt that they would actually hurt me. It would just be like a huge bug on me. But I would flip out. I, you would you would be on the floor laughing at my hysterics because, I don't know. Here's the thing. I've never seen them really in Florida before. And I think it's because I moved here into this location like a year and a half ago. And that's the first time that I've noticed them because they're really, really densely populated here for some reason i don't know why yeah you're out like kind of in the boonies i i was once uh living in lake county and that's when i first started seeing them they're not really in like central orlando area but yeah once you get out there they're they get dense it's it's too much for me sometimes like i just can't i can't i can't go outside but (laughs) (laughs) they they rule my life but 
other than that, I other than that, and I also have an irrational fear of cockroaches. Um, I like don't know the if big ones, the palmetto ones. Yeah, like if we've I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but I will have a panic attack if I have a roach. Sounds in my like room. anything bigger than a quarter, really. <laughs> yeah. Now that's probably true because spiders. Um, I'm not like terrified of small spiders, but if they're which is ironic because I'm pretty sure the smaller the spider, the more dangerous they are. Is that true? That's so, generally the case, at least in America. Like yeah, brown but widows and black widows. Oh god. And uh, brown recluse, they both mess you up. Well, brown recluse can get huge too. No, the brown recluse. Or is it the wood spider? Are those small. the wood spiders? Yeah, those aren't. The brown recluse are the ones that are like, they're Ugh. lethal. Okay. But you're probably thinking of like the wolf spiders or the hunter spiders. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. And those I can't. Like, yeah, so I think it is just a size thing. It's like an insect should not be the size of my hand, it just should you not. Tell them. Once you tell it becomes them they shouldn't be. They should not be. Alley. If it gets the size of my hand, it's no longer an insect. It's 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 either an, an alien, a dinosaur, or a creature of some kind. So it does not belong. <laughs> but I would never hurt them like intentionally. That's another part problem is I'm afraid that one's going to attack me or jump on me or something. And I'm going to have to hurt it. And I, I do not like hurting animals, even ones I hate. Like, Oh, my God. And imagine like the, the volume of that pop. No, I will not. Let's move on. <laughs> We're changing the subject. Okay, yeah. So they're called Eastern Luber grasshoppers. Those are the ones that live <laughs> Luber. Near, that live near me. Yeah, Luber. Sh- and you know, so they're German. Do you know what Luber means? Uh, very slick. Lazy. Very moist. No. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's, uh... So basically, they're lazy, but they're to me they're aggressive. So anyway, <laughs> they're aggressive. <laughs> They're aggressively lazy. They're like, they're hey, not. they are. They seem like a bunch of drunks that just stumbled out of a bar. <laughs> they're always like hopping and like laying on their side. Oh, they're yeah. like, Ugh. oh man, they're huge. It's so it's so unnerving. Um. Anyways, got anything else? So what about a tarantula? Would you oh, ever hold a tarantula? No, that's I did see. No, I wouldn't. And I don't really get that. I know that. Didn't they say that they don't eat or not eat, but they don't bite humans? They could. Yeah, it's pretty but difficult they to get them to bite. Don't because like the way that their mouths are, it's kind of like um, what's that spider that we we always played with in the wilderness? Oh, daddy long legs. Yeah, the daddy long legs. See, those have hold because someone told me once that even if they wanted to bite me, they couldn't because their mouths couldn't couldn't get to my skin that way. Right. That, that could be a total lie, <laughs> just to get me to hold it. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just realizing. Daddy long legs aren't even spiders, except for when they are. Right. Yeah, they don't spin webs, right? I don't think so. Well, the thing is, is like there are people call daddy long legs different things to different parts of the world. <laughs> and so like there are the ones we find in Tennessee versus the ones we find in um, like any other part of America or even other parts of the world might be different, totally different insects, maybe even arachnids. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, there's like a, there's a lot of different <clears throat> kinds of like, I think some people, uh, like real name for a lot of the ones that we used to call daddy long legs are like water bugs. Mm. Um, water, I'm thinking like about. Because there's but. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about the ones with like the orange bodies, but the long yeah. skinny legs. They have like the, they have like the, they're just like a orange ball with giant legs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I would hold those. But And people say that tarantulas are kind of the same in that they don't, like if you put them on your hand, they're just going to hang out or whatever. But they are terrifying looking. So I don't think I would ever be brave enough to do that. I don't know why. It's just why. Why would I do it? What What would be, other than to overcome a fear, I guess. But what would be the real point of me doing it? I guess so. <laughs> so what would yeah? You know, what would motivate me to do it? I if there was some good motivation, maybe. But and if it was a pet, maybe if it was someone's pet, but not a wild one. See this guy that we were talking about, brave wilderness guy. He does that. He finds a wild tarantula, and I think it's the Amazon jungle, <clears throat> and so it's huge, of course, and it's wild. It's never seen a human before. He tries to pick it up and put it on his hand, right? Of course. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, he catches it. He pins it down. He's got it. He picks it up. He's like, I'm just going to set it here on my hand here. Like, 
you know, they do in all the other shows where it just sits nicely on your hand. Okay, so he sets it down. The second he lets go, it runs and jumps off and jumps towards the cameraman. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the movement. The movement's the scary part. It's like, you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know. And they throw up their, like, front legs. Ooh, and like, back off. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, true. I've had wolf spiders and, like, huntsman spiders charge me and then, like, throw out their legs. Oh, that's the worst. Spiders... They're like, I will fight you, giant being. Yeah. Spiders are up there with the most terrifying animals, probably. <clears throat> don't you think? See, you hate nature. <clears throat> I do not, though. I don't. You hate them. I love nature. I love most. It just except <laughs> spiders or most uh, nature <laughs> grasshoppers. Or... I'm sure they serve a purpose, but I don't know what it is because grasshoppers they basically just are born to eat. But do they actually? What's like? What do they give back? What do they give back to? The world. Same with roaches. What do they give back? <laughs> no. No, Look, no, no. Spider. It is not cute. It's wearing uh, eyeliner <laughs> for uh, mascara. Actually, if you really look at the eyes, they're kind of cute. I won't lie. <laughs> but those green things in the middle, what is that? Are those no, his eyes? crawling on you. Are those the eyes, the green part or the black part? Uh, I think they're both of the eyes. Oh, are they just for two different purposes? You don't know about this? Spiders have eight eyes. Oh, I know, but like, why do they look different? Yeah, I mean, they're different. Oh. They got different sized eyes and stuff. I thought they were all the same size. I don't size. know. Do spiders always have eight eyes? I feel like I've seen a lot of spiders, and a lot of them don't have that many looking eyes. <laughs> they're hiding. This is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want to look at that for too long. And I might have I don't like traits. to think too hard about spiders. Right. So, do you have a fear of spiders? Um, yeah, of course. Come on. They're hellspawn. <laughs> they are kind of... I'm, I'm on your side. Well, see, like, at least spiders... This, okay, so like I was saying, grasshoppers, pretty sure they don't give back to the world too much. Um, cockroaches, they they live through everything and anything. They're indestructible for the most part. But they, like, what do they really give back? Like, what do they do to help? I don't know, but it doesn't seem like much. But a spider, I feel like a spider at least you know, has a redeeming quality of having purpose in the world, you know? Like, I feel like it's... What, to eat? Well, To it, consume? It eats other bugs that are becoming, you know, overpopulated maybe. It, you know, if I had a spider in my house, not like a crazy creepy one, but, you know, one I could, could live with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kind I could live with. It would eat the roach that I despise. So... I See, but it would have to be bigger than that roach. No, well, would it? I guess you're right. It would have to be at least as big, I would imagine. I don't know. Maybe. I like to think that anyways. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Did you find out if all spiders have eight eyes? Oh, let's see. Um, how many eyes do spiders have? Eight eyes. That's just a big Google <laughs> result. Just Google's eight. like don't even don't even bother clicking on a web page. Okay. Um, there is a website called Wonderopolis. This looks like a kid's site. Um, and there's a it starts off with a joke. That's cute. Um, yeah, this is a kid's article. Right, I want to hear this cute pretty. joke. What's the cute joke? Um, okay. Uh, we were walking through Wonderopolis Woods the other day, and when we overheard an interesting conversation between a little girl and a spider. Spider, boo. Little Miss Muffet, hey, spider, what are you up to? Spider, not much. I was just spinning a web and saw you sitting there on this tuffet. What are you eating? Little Miss Muffet, you know, the usual, curds and whey. What? Spider, can I try some? Little Miss Muffet, sure. Pull up a tuffet and I'll share the rest of my bowl. Um, I don't know how that's really a joke. I thought this was a a quick, quick joke. But that does bring up a good point. See, spiders are also within very, um endearing stories like charlotte's web the muffet thing you i know. feel like we're, they're just we're trying to brainwash kids into not being afraid of spiders because <laughs> it's mean, so terrifying maybe yeah. have but... you ever have you ever been out in gainesville brains pains prairie yes. you've been out there yeah sure you ever seen the golden orb weavers um maybe i don't know we went during a time of year i don't know what the heck was going on but we had to literally like at, at one point i had to crawl under 
because like there were so many webs across the walkway like we couldn't it was it was like a predefined trail and it was like right at the beginning and we had to we were like ducking and weaving through them and we're like okay there must be a patch of them here but the longer we went the more spiders there were it was crazy oh my god and it was like every time i went under one i was like don't drop (laughs) that's why you need to have one of those sticks to like which you kind but, of feel bad about because you know they. Yeah, spent at that point, I'm like, they 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 own that <laughs> pathway at this point. I know point. that's I'm kind the of visitor. that is my my <laughs> line. That's kind of like how I feel about it. Whenever I have to hurt an animal, like a bug that's in my house, I that I try as much as much as I can. I try to catch the bug and release it outside. But if the it's roach, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I toast those suckers. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry to say, and I will. It makes me want to like tear up saying this because I genuinely do not like hurting animals. But there is not a roach that will be in my house and will survive. And that's kind of <laughs> where, and, I, and that is rational and that is mean because I know like technically this bug cannot really hurt me as far as I know. So that's really disappointing. But I'll give you the plug. I genuinely have like an irrational fear of those things and I, like will not sleep in my room until it's it, until it's gone cannot it's a bad one to have a function so anyways um but i kind of draw the line saying like if i go out into the world if i go out like like you said like into the wilderness or in my backyard or wherever and i'm coming into their habitat and saying like oh sorry i disturbed you i'll back away i'll leave you be but once they cross into my world or my habitat or my home then it's kind of not I, I'm kind of more, what's the word, um, likely to not feel so bad about. You're like, this is my home and I will defend it. Yeah, basically. From your creepy crawlies. That's how I justify it anyways. But nine times out of ten, I do try and catch and release it. And I'm like, it, I've had caterpillars in my house. I've had lizards in the house. What else have I had in this house? Um, and other houses for sure. Like we had a snake in a house once. So you mean nine out of ten species? <laughs> yes. Basically, I yes, exactly. Like if it's not a roach, it's pretty safe that I will catch and release it. But if it's a roach, but I will say there's been ants that have invaded, and unfortunately, uh, the only way to get rid of those was uh, ant traps or whatever they're called. Um, ant motels. No, it's basically like a liquid, and it's a poison. So they. The, what, I forget what they're called, but the ants that go out hunting for food and they go and get food and then they bring the food scouting back. Scouting ants? Yeah, the scouting ants. They get the food and they bring it back to the nest. So they come and they're supposed to eat the poison, take the poison, eat it, and then like bring it back to the nest and feed it to the nest. And then so, and then the net eventually. They all die. Yeah. And that's sad because ants. Now they're in their own home. Well, they're in the home in my home. So, that's poison, which is a coward's weapon. It is. I agree. I mean, like, but if you can't get to them, because like these ants that came in, they're called, I think they're called ghost ants. They're very small, but they live in the walls. So they're so small that they can fit inside of the walls somehow. And so you can't actually get to the nest. With That's wow. the only way you can get to the nest is to use the poison, I guess. So um what was i gonna say so do they phase right through the wall like a ghost (laughs) yeah that's basically what it's like they just disappear somehow into the wall and you're like where because you could follow the trail and then eventually you'll get to a spot where there's no more like they're going somewhere but you don't know where they're going so (laughs) it's true but i will say that ants are some of the most fascinating insects so i have a lot of respect for ants you know except for when you're killing them except for when yeah they're like swarming my kitchen or they actually started in in another room where someone left coke a bottle uh oh yeah that's how you get ants yeah anything else you want to talk about on this episode because we're rounding out about an hour here um trying to think of more insect related things Hmm. let's see how do you feel about ticks no can't do ticks i've had ticks no i've had to pull a few ticks off of my dogs and that was not fun Technically, that still counts as arachnophobia. Really? Are they part arachnid? They're 100% arachnid. <laughs> That's what I meant to 100%. say. 100%. <laughs> they like scorpions. Just... How do you feel about scorpions? 
Uh, we've had scorpions in the house, and not I've a- never seen a scorpion in like the wild. I've never seen a wild scorpion. Really? Yeah. When do you? Where do you see them? I mean, I've seen them in like zoos and oh. stuff, or like in a like pet shop or something. <clears throat> oh well, I've never seen like a scorpion just walking around. They're exotic to me. Interesting. Well, we had some at the old house over at Tortuga, um, because we lived. Uh, maybe it's because we lived right near a wildlife conservation area, and yeah, they got into the house. They were usually in the tub. A lot of the times, we'd find them inside the bathtubs. Mm. Um, they were small. They weren't like big ones, but yeah, they're. I don't. I don't. You ever get stung by a scorpion? Prefer them. Not that I know of. Not that I know of, but I don't like to think about what's crawling around on my face at night. So. <laughs> You never know. You, you know, you eat seven spiders a year. Not really, no. Just by uh, just when you're sleeping. No, that doesn't. That's not real. <laughs> I don't believe it. You have a good uh, what do they call it? Bullshit he- meter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a good. Um, yeah. So I'm marking off uh, Central and South America along with uh, Australia now for <laughs> their bug habitat like we'll not go there as long as there's bugs we'll not go anywhere as long as there's bugs i'm like off and on about asia now because of that killer wasp yeah. but now it's in america so well the executioner wasp remember Ex- yeah that's why that's why i'm uh, crossing off south and central america oh that's where you you found where they are okay yeah that's where they're native well no good they're probably not in like populated areas too much you think maybe i don't know hmm. uh yeah, so we'll just have to put up with it. Actually, I don't think we have too bad of, um, v- like, venomous stuff here that could really, not that I know of. I mean, especially in populated areas in Florida. There's uh, the brown recluse and the, uh, I think, black widows. Both yeah, we do have black in Florida. That's true. We do have black widows. Never seen one, though. I've seen one. Either of them. I've actually seen one in your backyard. Ah, yeah, it was, no. a- it was actually on the, um, actually right outside your sliding glass door. <laughs> All right, that's enough for this I'm not episode. Even joking. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm uh, happy you stopped by. Uh, don't think about, you know, what creepy crawlies are crawling around under your floorboards. <laughs> come back. Stay come back soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this kind of content, how can they stay away? Exactly. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. So long, baby. Well, pet, pet, cheerio. We'll be back soon. I love you. Bye-bye.